My brother-in-law. Automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. Twin Oaks is a family-owned vineyard and winery in Farmington. Their tasting room sits in the middle of the vineyard, and it's a lovely spot to visit for a relaxing afternoon. Enjoy award-winning wines or a glass of cold beer, or even have a premium cocktail from the bar. Their inviting porch has a perfect view of the vines and the tranquil lake. Savor the panoramic view from the patio, tasting room, or glass house. Twin Oaks is open Thursday through Sunday. Check out all the things happening at Twin Oaks on Facebook or online. Twin Oaks Vineyard and Winery, Highway F, Farmington. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Well, good morning to you. It is the second hour of our three-hour tour. And this time round, during this next 60 minutes, you're going to hear from Representative Dale Wright. He'll be with us talking about two things, basically, the uh, veto session this week in Jefferson City and, of course, the uh, reaction to the 2001 terrorist attacks of September 11th. Also, we'll hear from the Washington County Chamber of Commerce this hour, and there's more to come in the 8 o'clock hour as well from KFMO. Yeah, like I said, it's uh, September 11th. Let's not forget. Today marks 22 years since the September 11th attacks. 2,996 people died when Al-Qaeda terrorists hijacked four planes, crashing two into the World Trade Center in New York, one into the Pentagon. The fourth brought down in a field near Shanksville, Pennsylvania. It was on its way to the White House. Let's remember all those who died in the attacks and all those who responded. As we just maneuver through this September 11th. A lot going on on the old radio stations, so stay tuned as we mentioned all those interviews coming up for you. And in the weird science and tech department, ChatGTP is used around the world, but most people don't know it was built in Iowa. Yeah, built in Iowa. Microsoft's OpenAI, which is behind the technology, needed lots of water to cool a powerful supercomputer that held the artificial intelligence. So they used the water from the Raccoon and Des Moines River in central Iowa to keep the tech from overheating. The top Microsoft exec recently spilled the beans on how the important project got started, saying it was literally made next to cornfields west of Des Moines. Okay, when AI gets out of control, what do we do? Just keep the water away from it? Or should we pour water on it? It is electronic, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just worried. I know a lot of people are about things like that. And a scientist claims NASA may have killed alien life on Mars by accident. Okay. Alien life may have been killed on Mars almost 50 years ago. Now, this is according to astrobiologist Dirk Schulze-Malkuch. And remember, he says, the qualifying word here is maybe, might have, could have possibly, maybe. He doesn't know. He says, though, that 
uh, the after landing on Mars in 1976. NASA's Viking landers may have sampled tiny, dry, resistant life forms hiding inside Martian rocks. They then accidentally killed it before realizing what it was. Another astrobiologist, NASA's Chris McKay, debunked that theory, saying it wasn't aliens. It was a chemical that naturally occurs inside some rocks. So you see there how a lot of... I, I read that story because of the ending where the other guy says, no, it wasn't aliens. It's just a chemical. So you have two scientists here arguing over something that neither one of them would really truly commit to and say, yeah, that's what it was. And they're making a big to-do and a hoodoo over aliens. Now, people always perk up when you hear the word alien, right? So those are just a couple of ah, guys talking, more or less, in a very high-tech sense, I suppose. We're at 10 minutes after 7 o'clock, and we have some solid news for you. Coming up next here at KFMO. To everyone who craves a fresh meal made just for you, let our team member Jacob share what's special about Culver's. In Wisconsin, our food comes from the heart. And taking the time to handcraft your meal with care is how we've always done it at Culver's. It's why your butter burger doesn't touch the grill until after you order. Come to Culver's and let us serve you a butter burger made special just for you. From, from Wisconsin, Wisconsin with love, love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader. AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Monday, September 11th, and the time is 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. In our newscast, we're going to talk with Chris Dinkin, state representative, about her reaction on those September 11th attacks. And Missouri United States 8th District Congressman Jason Smith is going to be in Fredericktown. We'll tell you why. Plus, a 17-year-old female juvenile from Bonterre is recovering from moderate injuries. She received in a one-car crash in St. Francis County. It was Sunday evening just before 6 o'clock. Highway Patrol reports show the teen was driving north on Hillsborough Road, north of Iris Lane, when she failed to negotiate a left-hand curve and ran off the right side of the road, striking a tree. She was taken to Parkland Health Center. She was not wearing a seatbelt when the wreck took place. Missouri United States 8th District Congressman Jason Smith will host a roundtable discussion with Healthcare professionals in Fredericktown today at the Madison Medical Center. The event will be held at 1135 and will feature a discussion with healthcare professionals to share their ideas and proposals to improve and expand access to care in rural and underserved communities. Smith is the chairman of the Ways and Means Committee, and the feedback he receives from the trip will help craft his legislative priorities in Washington. Across America, we're remembering those who lost their lives September 11, 2001, during the terrorist attacks that destroyed New York's Twin Towers, killing thousands of Americans. Missouri State Representative Chris Dinkins, who serves the 144th District, says we should remember the attack itself 
and never forget those who lost their lives, but we should also remember the courage and bravery of those who responded to the situation. The brave men and women that took over in, in, in the face of unknown events and uh, took action to prevent even worse outcomes uh, in the midst of terror and destruction. The American people, we saw heroes. You know, we saw support. We saw strength in the face of adversity. And as a nation, we saw unity. Four airliners were hijacked by 19 terrorists. Two smashed into the Twin Towers in Manhattan. One was flown into the Pentagon. And a fourth was headed towards the White House. Passengers on that plane, Flight 93, were able to thwart the hijackers' plans. But all on board perished as the plane crashed into a field near Shanksville, Pennsylvania. There is a special memorial in the field to the Americans who kept the jet from its intended destination, and memorial programs are planned for today as well. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Monday, September 11th, and it's 714. In our weather situation, we have rain in the forecast, but not for today. Today, what we're going to see is a mostly cloudy sky, a high of 81, but tonight a chance of showers. Showers, uh, maybe a thunderstorm after 2 a.m., a low of 62. And then for Tuesday, showers likely mainly before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high of 73. Currently, we have 58 degrees under fair skies for the moment from AM 1240. Sports is next with Jared Pettis. Stay tuned. And remember to check the website, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. High school football from Friday. The Central Rebels beat the Potosi Trojans 43-8. Joe Bryant stepped in as quarterback after the team learned late they would not have Cason Murphy. Bryant threw for 240 total yards and completed 10 of 17 passes. He had two passing touchdowns and included a touchdown on the ground where he carried the ball 12 times for 89 total yards. Head coach Corey Schweiss on Joe Bryant stepping up after learning late they would be without their starting quarterback. He's really good and uh, you know it, it sucks when you don't have your you know first team all-state quarterback playing for you but we're also pretty lucky and fortunate to have somebody like Joe that we can put in there if something like that happens and uh, he didn't practice at all this week um, you know Cason didn't find out until uh, late last night or yesterday evening I guess uh, that he had the issue that he had and then and then we really didn't know until kick you know till half an hour before kickoff he was still waiting for some results and and if the results would have come back in a positive way he would have played he just never got the results back so we're hoping still that he gets positive results on that and then if uh, you know if it is good then maybe he can play next week but uh, if not you know we'll just have to play a few weeks without him possibly so um, you know that's not good for us because you know having Job in those other spots makes us better so but Job played a heck of a game at quarterback tonight especially with no practice doing it this week and um, matter of fact he, he looked really good at times really good and I, like I said I know other teams you know I'm, I don't want people aren't going to feel sorry for us I promise you because when you got somebody like that to put in there it's it's <laughs> we're pretty fortunate defensively for the Rebels Cannon Harlow added two interceptions and one was a pick six again the Rebels beat the Trojans 43 to 8 Central host Cape Central on Friday of this week and Potosi is at Valley Catholic other football Friday winners North County top to Soto Jackson traveled to Farmington and beat the Knights Festus over Windsor Hillsboro beat Fort Zumwalt West St. Vincent 
Vincent tops Perryville. St. Genevieve over Orchard Farm and Valley Catholic shut out Fredericktown. Other happenings over the weekend and the 36th annual Dig for Life tournament saw the Central Rebels be the runner-up to Advance while Bismarck was the runner-up to Leopold in the black bracket. Valley Catholic's head coach Nancy Fisher earned career win 850 on Saturday in pool play with their win over the Cape Central Lady Tigers. Coming up today on the local side, high school softball from Fredericktown. That's where we are for a coverage matchup, barring any Mother Nature events. Fredericktown hosts the Farmington Knights, and coverage starts with pregame at 4 o'clock, first pitch at 4.30. Fredericktown head coach Mariah Allgaier, what is she looking for from her 6-0 Fredericktown Lady Black Cats? I'm just looking for a good game out of my girls is really all I can, and then when they have a good game, it continues throughout that rest of the game, and hopefully it'll keep us up that game. Farmington's head coach is Allison Pingle. Here she is talking about Jaden Tucker's recent success for the team over the last week and a half. You know, when she's in the box and there's runners on base, she really focuses in, and that's one of the greatest things about her and having her there in the lineup is she knows what to do to get those runners across home plate. Again, coverage today from Fredericktown, the Lady Black Cats and the Farmington Knights, 4 o'clock pregame, 4.30 first pitch here at, on KFMO. Other softball matchup, North County is at Shafi, and on the volleyball side, Central plays in Saxony Lutheran. The Kingston Lady Cougars host the Potosi Lady Trojans. Grandview is at Bismarck, and Jackson is at Valley Catholic, while Ellington does battle against Fredericktown. Boys soccer, two contests, North County at Farmington, St. Paul hosts Fred Fredericktown and girls tennis. North County is at Saxony Lutheran. Farmington plays in Oakville. Windsor hosts Arcadia Valley and Potosi is at Sykeston. And today is the third annual St. Genevieve High School Girls Golf Tournament. We'll keep you up to date on X, formerly known as Twitter, at KFMO Sports. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals wrapped up a series with the Cincinnati Reds on Sunday. Here's Mike Reeves with the recap. The Reds salvaged the final game of a three-game series with a 7-1 win over the Cardinals in Cincinnati. Hunter Green is the winning pitcher after giving up one run on one hit while walking four and striking out nine over six innings. His record's now four and six. Miles Michaelis took the loss, allowing five runs in five and a third innings. He's now seven and 11. T.J. Friedel, Jonathan India, Will Benson, and Joey Votto hit solo homers for the Reds. Spencer Steer and Nick Martini also delivered RBIs for Cincinnati. Andrew Kisner drove in the St. Louis run. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Cardinal skipper Oliver Marmol. Does the number of home runs his team has allowed on the road trip concern him? We just played Atlanta. They have a lot of homers. And then we just played at a little band box. You <laughs> had a lot of homers here, so no. Card starting pitcher Miles Michaelis says he just hasn't been able to string quality starts together this season. I've had some some games where everything feels pretty good, but you know, you know, it's been a frustrating, inconsistent year. Uh, you know, I got a lot of work to do this offseason. The Redbirds do begin a new series that will wrap up the road trip. It's a three-game series in Baltimore. Coverage today on B104.3 has pregame at 440. It's the Ameren Total Access Show. First pitch comes at 535. Other Major League Baseball news from Sunday. The Milwaukee Brewers and New York Yankees needed extra innings. The Yankees would win it 4-3. to three. They didn't get their first hit of the game until the 11th inning. Brewers pitchers Corbin Burns, Devin Williams, and Abner Uribe all combined for a no-hitter before Joel Pamps came in in the 11th and blew a save and allowed the first hit for the Yankees in the game. In NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers were at home against Middle Tennessee on Saturday. They picked up the winner. Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz says there are a lot of things that need improvement despite the win. There's just so much to work on. You know, lack of explosiveness uh, offensively, the 
the short yardage debacles, um, you know, missed extra point, it was tipped, poor protection, and then defensively, you know, things that we got to work on. The Tigers get Kansas State coming up on Saturday. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC was in Los Angeles against LA Galaxy on Sunday night. They led 2-0 at half, but settled for a 2-2, but settled for a draw. Head coach Bradley Carnell says there are a lot of things to like in this one that ended in the draw. I'm happy with the boys. I'm happy with the performance. I'm you know, I'm just not happy with, yeah, not winning the game. I think we did enough to win the game, and then we get derailed from the game plan. So, yeah, uh, again, the boys showed in the last three games on the road, you know, Orlando, Sporting KC, and now this one, I think we've had very similar performances. I've shown a lot of grit, a lot of desire. City did get Klaus back in the starting lineup on Sunday as well. And the NASCAR Cup Series was at Kansas Speedway on Sunday for the second race of the round of 16. Tyler Reddick gets the win. He joins Kyle Larson in the round of 12. The Cup Series is at Bristol on Saturday night. It's the cutoff race. After Saturday night, we'll know the remaining field for the round of 12. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Looking for great quality, great prices, and great customer service? Hi, I'm Trent Cuiava, owner of Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress, located in Park Hills, formerly Patsy's Furniture. I personally invite you to stop by and check out our showroom where we offer top brands such as Ashley, Smith Brothers, Fusion, Kimball Mattresses, and more. At Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress, you'll get free delivery and setup. Financing options are available. Stop by and see us. And find us on Facebook, Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress, where we turn your house into a home. Dan, which do you prefer, classic round or thin crust pizza? Hmm, that's tough, Charlotte. I love both. Well, great news. Little Caesars has a terrific deal with a large, crispy, and thin crust pepperoni pizza for only $7.99. Thin and crispy pepperoni for $7.99? Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready at Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. I'm cruising my 59 to Little Caesars for a thin and crispy pepperoni for only $7.99. Dan, can I have a ride? Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here. Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock, offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think Car Smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. Life is a series of moments, big moments, small moments, moments you want to bottle up so they can last forever. At Edward Jones, we want you to make the most of all of them. Whether you're planning for a trip of a lifetime, retirement, or just need some everyday advice along the way, that's why an Edward Jones financial advisor like me works with you to build personalized strategies for today and tomorrow. Life is for living. Let's partner through it all. I'm Edward Jones financial advisor, Paul Meinson. Call me at 573-756-6711. Edward Jones, member SIPC. It's 722 at KFMO. Stick around because we have an interview with State Representative Dale Wright on the way next at KFMO. Hi, I'm Kenny with Lawn to Yard. We're on a mission to make the world a better place from the ground up, literally. The soil under your feet affects the beauty of your yard, the nutrition of your food you grow, and even the size of your carbon footprint. That's why we use regenerative and permaculture methods to transform barren patches of dirt into fertile gardens. To learn what your yard can do for you, Please schedule your yard review at lawntoyard.com or call 573-677-YARD. 
To make a positive difference in our communities, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills. The staff at Prairie Farms is proud to be a part of the communities they serve, supplying fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. Proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairies, Park Hills. Mmm, this chicken tender basket from Dairy Queen is so delicious, so crispy, so tender, dipped with ranch. Oh man, how about the two cheese deluxe double stack burger that has two seasoned real beef patties topped with perfectly melted sharp American and white cheddar, tomato, onion, lettuce, pickles, ketchup, and mayo on a soft and toasted bun, and the frozen blizzards, cookies and cream, strawberry heath, and so much more. Visit your local Potosi Dairy Queen at 777 Purcell Drive. It's the start from KFMO. Hi, everybody. How are you? We're in the second hour of our three-hour tour here on the radio program. And it's time to visit with State Representative Dale Wright. He's on the phone lines with us this morning. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Mike, I'm good. How are you today? Well, I'm doing all right for a Monday morning. I, I you know, had to go in and to the convenience store on the way to work and get something to kind of pick me up a little bit, a little caffeine, if you will, and... Uh, broke open that piggy bank once again so you know <laughs> well that's what it takes these days i think so i've i've got an extra two piggy banks these days <laughs> well we we do have uh, uh some important things to discuss here and i guess the the first thing i wanted to ask you about is uh september 11th uh, you and i were both around and, and you know the funny thing is we have people alive now that weren't born yet uh, during september 11th's date so uh, they probably look at us and go, what are you talking about? Uh, there's so much to discuss, though. Well, there is. Uh, and I guess any of those who were around whenever 9-11 uh, actually happened, um, it's just something you'll never, ever forget. Uh, you'll never forget where you were at the exact same moment uh, that, that you heard about it. Uh, I was actually driving to my office in St. Louis up in West County, and uh, I was up on 270, and I was passing the bridge there at 40 and 270, right by Missouri Baptist Hospital, when it came on uh, the radio that uh, a plane had hit. At that time, they said it was a small plane that had hit uh, one of the, the towers. And uh, I thought, well, how in the world do you, does that happen? It just doesn't make sense. And uh, and then just shortly after that, when I about the time I arrived into the parking lot, um, they said there was another plane that had hit the other tower. And I remember saying out loud, "That's not an accident." And so as I was going into my office there, there were several people there uh, watching a television, and uh, it, it was just a, an awful day. Uh, and our whole our whole office just kind of came to a stop. Just just stone-faced watching uh, what was happening on television there was even a young lady from uh, kimberly clark was calling uh, had flown in to uh, to to visit with me on some contract issues and she was there and uh, she was crying because uh, at that time they, they had announced that no one could have any air air flights uh, going back and forth they'd cl- closed down all the air traffic and so she was out of uh, 
Memphis, and she didn't know how she was going to get home. So we were able to to get her a, a rental car so she could drive home. And then I guess one more thing is my boss and our uh, he was a CEO and then our CFO were out in uh, New York area, and uh, they were at a, at a a medical conference, and they couldn't get home. So they literally had to drive all the way from New York City all the way back home. And uh, so it's just some things that you never forget. And uh, just uh, looking in and just watching that second tower uh, being hit, and the, even the first tower being hit, the, the tower being hit, uh, just sent cold chills down my spine. And just it's just something, as I said, you just never, ever will ever forget where you were and, and what you were doing at that time. I agree with you 100%. Uh, I have the same sentiment. And, it, you know, it seems like this was our Pearl Harbor. Um, it, it made me think of Pearl Harbor at the time. It happened because it was really, I guess, the same situation, a sneak attack, and we were unaware. And the next thing you know, we're in the middle of all hell broke loose, to put it frankly, uh, for especially the people there. Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, we're the United States. Things like that just didn't happen to us. And it was just a, a, not only a surprise, but it was a shock to our system as citizens and as, as a government uh, that, that that kind of thing could even happen. And uh, life changed after that. Uh, at that time, I was flying on airplanes all over the country. And, and before that, you didn't really have x-ray machines that you had to, to really pay attention to you didn't have to take your shoes off when you were going through the x-ray machines and and, and it changed our whole life uh, after that uh, what we could carry on airplanes uh, everything so uh, it was just a, an event that that shook us and took us to our knees and uh, it's just uh, will probably never be the same since that time I agree with you we've seen so many changes and uh, then you have the pandemic come along and add more changes on top of that but uh, we're visiting with state representative Dale Wright and this is KFMO we'll have news for you in a moment or two but we uh, have some time to talk about the veto session Uh, that's this week I believe isn't it that is this week Um, we I'm actually going to Jefferson City today Um, or usually around veto session uh, we have if you have, if you have, you're a chair of a committee or something, they'll they'll try to have that since everybody's going to be in town. And so I'm chairing uh, the administration committee, uh, where we we kind of oversee the day-to-day operations of the Missouri House of Representatives. So I've got a meeting tomorrow along with a lot of other people. It'll uh, then uh, then on Wednesday will be our veto session. Uh, we will also uh, that day. Uh, choose or vote on our speaker elect that's always done a year ahead of time during veto session so we will be voting on our next speaker who will take effect in in over a year Uh, but we'll do that and then we will uh, then uh, consider the vetoes that uh, the governor uh, uh, performed and uh, for just for the the public's information there were about 221 bills uh, that uh, the veto that the governor vetoed, representing about 555 million dollars, and so uh, a lot of those uh, are things that are that are pet projects for a lot of people, including me. Uh, we had some really important um, projects that we needed funded 
Uh, one in particular is a, a sewage system upgrade for the, the city of, of Bismarck. But uh, the governor, uh, through his going through his budget, um, decided that he needed to, to uh, veto a few things. So we are going to consider whether we override his veto or we sustain his veto uh, based upon our conversations at our summer caucus my guess is we'll go ahead and uh, sustain most of his vetoes, uh, and but there is one. There's a criminology bill that we think is very critical, especially for the St. Louis areas and the Kansas City areas that needs to come through. So we're going to probably discuss that one. That might be an override, but uh, right now, for the most part, I think what we're going to do is support the governor. I know I called the governor's office, talked to them. And uh, we have a path to get get Bismarck's um, sewage system uh, up and going. So uh, I'm going to sustain our governor uh, as much as I can. And uh, so that's kind of what's going to happen. Well, we wish you well on the uh, veto session and all the things going on in Jefferson City. And certainly today, uh, Representative, as we remember the 9-11 attacks. And thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Well, glad to be with you. And uh, my best to everybody here in uh, the, the uh, lead belt. All right, sir. Thanks a lot, and uh, we'll talk to you after the session. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks a lot for being with us. That is State Representative Dale Wright this morning here on KFMO. We'll have the weather, and then it's news and sports. Stay tuned. Weather is sponsored by Park Hill Chevrolet. The Chevy Summer Drive event is going on now at Park Hill Chevrolet. Save big on in-stock Chevrolet Silverado 1500s, and your savings get even bigger when you trade your 2009 or newer vehicle on select Silverado 1500 models. Take advantage of huge savings and available 1.9% APR financing with approved credit from GM Financial during the Chevy Summer Drive event going on now at Park Hill Chevrolet. Chevrolet, find new roads. Partly sunny sky. Our temperatures today will be into the lower 80s. A chance of some widespread showers and thunderstorms tonight and overnight low in the low 60s. Showers with us on Tuesday are high in the little bit 70s. We'll hang out near 75 Wednesday. And Thursday, blue sky, lots of sunshine are high near 75. We wind down the week on Friday with blue sky and sun and a high once again into the middle 70s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Monday, September 11th, and it's 734. Stay tuned for news in this newscast. We're going to tell you about several things. One is a 17-year-old female juvenile from Bonterre involved in a traffic accident. Also, Missouri United States 8th District Congressman Jason Smith is going to be in the area today. And the Mineral Area Bluegrass Country Gospel Festival is coming up soon at Leadwood City Park. It's presented by the Mineral Area Bluegrass Association. And the president of the association, John Hartley, says country music entertainer Penny Gilly is their featured artist. She's got a big uh, place down in Texas where she uh, has her TV program every Friday night. She's entertained in Branson. She's traveled all over the country. Hartley adds Gilly's program can be found on RFD-TV. She's also written several popular songs. Other performers will include the West County Concert Choir, the Country Fire Cloggers, the Harmon and Rubo Bluegrass Band, the Punches Family, Gary Barlow, the Barry Jones Family, the Route 67 Band, and more. 
food will also be available, says Hartley, including chicken and dumplings, chili, sloppy joes, chili pies, funnel cakes, Texas hot dogs, Russell's burgers, barbecue steaks, chicken, even fish. For the kids, they'll have bounce houses, hay rides, and pony rides, plus there will be craft booths. To find out more, call Hartley at 573-218-8257. Missouri United States 8th District Congressman Jason Smith will host a roundtable discussion with health care professionals in Fredericktown today at the Madison Medical Center. The event's going to be held at 1135 this morning. It will feature this uh, healthcare professional discussion, which is designed to share ideas and proposals to improve and expand access to care in rural and underserved communities of the state. Smith is the chairman of the Ways and Means Committee. Now, this feedback he gets today from this trip and others will help craft his legislation in Washington. A 17-year-old female juvenile from Bon Terre is recovering from moderate injuries. She received in a one-car crash in St. Francis County Sunday evening just before 6 o'clock. Highway Patrol reports show the teen was driving north on Hillsboro Road, north of Iris Lane, when she failed to negotiate a left-hand curve and ran off the right side of the road, striking a tree. She was taken to Parkland Health Center, not wearing a seatbelt, when the wreck took place. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. Right now we have a temperature from our weather center of 58 degrees and we're expecting a high of 81 today. Sports is next with Jared Pettis, so stay tuned and we'll have more after that. Don't touch that dial. Check the website, too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. High school football from Friday. The Central Rebels beat the Potosi Trojans 43-8. Joe Bryant stepped in as quarterback after the team learned late. They would not have Cason Murphy. Bryant threw for 240 total yards and completed 10 of 17 passes. He had two passing touchdowns and included a touchdown on the ground, where he carried the ball 12 times for 89 total yards. Head coach Corey Schweiss on Joe Bryant stepping up after learning late they would be without their starting quarterback. He's really good and uh, you know it sucks when you don't have your you know first team all-state quarterback playing for you but we're also pretty lucky and fortunate to have somebody like Joe that we can put in there if something like that happens and uh, he didn't practice at all this week um, you know Cason didn't find out until uh, late last night or yesterday evening I guess uh, that he had the issue that he had and then and then we really didn't know until kick you know till half an hour before kickoff he was still waiting for some results and and if the results would have come back in a positive way he would have played he just never got the results back so we're hoping still that he gets positive results on that and then if uh, you know if it is good then maybe he can play next week but uh, if not you know we'll just have to play a few weeks without him possibly so um, you know that's not good for us because you know having Joe in those other spots makes us better so but Joe played a heck of a game at quarterback tonight especially with no practice doing it this week and um, matter of fact, he, he looked really good at times, really good. And I, like I said, I know other teams, you know, I'm, I don't want people aren't going to feel sorry for us, I promise you, because when you got somebody like that to put in there, it's, it's, <laughs> we're pretty fortunate. Defensively for the Rebels, Cannon Harlow added two interceptions and one was a pick six. Again, the Rebels beat the Trojans 43 to eight. Central host Cape Central on Friday of this week, and Potosi is at Valley Catholic. Other football Friday winners, North County top to Soto, Jackson traveled to Farmington and beat the Knights. Festus over Windsor. Hillsboro beat Fort Zumwalt West. St. Vincent tops Perryville. St. Genevieve over Orchard Farm and Valley Catholics shut out Fredericktown. Other happenings
games over the weekend, and the 36th annual Dig for Life tournament saw the Central Rebels be the runner-up to Advance, while Bismarck was the runner-up to Leopold in the black bracket. Valley Catholic's head coach Nancy Fisher earned career win 850 on Saturday in pool play with their win over the Cape Central Lady Tigers. Coming up today on the local side, high school softball from Fredericktown. That's where we are for a coverage matchup, barring any Mother Nature events. Fredericktown hosts the Farmington Knights and coverage starts with pregame at 4 o'clock, first pitch at 4.30. Fredericktown head coach Mariah Allgaier, what is she looking for from her 6-0 Fredericktown Lady Black Cats? I'm just looking for a good game out of my girls is really all I can and then when they have a good game it continues throughout that rest of the game and hopefully it'll keep us up that game. Farmington's head coach is Allison Pingle. Here she is talking about Jaden Tucker's recent success for the team over the last week and a half. You know, when she's in the box and there's runners on base, she really focuses in and that's one of the greatest things about her and having her there in the lineup is she knows what to do to get those runners across home plate. Again, coverage today from Fredericktown, the Lady Black Cats and the Farmington Knights, 4 o'clock pregame, 4.30 first pitch here at, on KFMO. Other softball matchup, North County is at Shafi, and on the volleyball side, Central plays in Saxony Lutheran. The Kingston Lady Cougars host the Potosi Lady Trojans. Grandview is at Bismarck, and Jackson is at Valley Catholic, while Ellington does battle against Fredericktown. Boys soccer, two contests, North County at Farmington, St. Paul hosts Fred- Fredericktown and girls tennis. North County is at Saxony Lutheran. Farmington plays in Oakville. Windsor hosts Arcadia Valley and Potosi is at Sykeston. And today is the third annual St. Genevieve High School Girls Golf Tournament. We'll keep you up to date on X, formerly known as Twitter at KFMO Sports. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals wrapped up a series with the Cincinnati Reds on Sunday. Here's Mike Reeves with the recap. The Reds salvaged the final game of a three-game series with a 7-1 win over the Cardinals in Cincinnati. Hunter Green is the winning pitcher after giving up one run on one hit while walking four and striking out nine over six innings. His record's now four and six. Miles Michaelis took the loss, allowing five runs in five and a third innings. He's now seven and 11. T.J. Friedel, Jonathan India, Will Benson, and Joey Votto hit solo homers for the Reds. Spencer Steer and Nick Martini also delivered RBIs for Cincinnati. Andrew Kisner drove in the St. Louis run. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Cardinal skipper Oliver Marmol. Does the number of home runs his team has allowed on the road trip concern him? We just played Atlanta. They had a lot of homers. And then we just played at a little band box. He <laughs> had a lot of homers here, so no. Card starting pitcher Miles Michaelis says he just hasn't been able to string quality starts together this season. I've had some, some games where everything feels pretty good, but... You know, you know, it's been a frustrating, inconsistent year. Uh, you know, I got a lot of work to do this offseason. The Redbirds do begin a new series that will wrap up the road trip. It's a three-game series in Baltimore. Coverage today on B104.3 has pregame at 440. It's the Ameren Total Access Show. First pitch comes at 535. Other Major League Baseball news from Sunday. The Milwaukee Brewers and New York Yankees needed extra innings. The Yankees would win it 4-3. to three. They didn't get their first hit of the game until the 11th inning. Brewers pitchers Corbin Burns, Devin Williams, and Abner Uribe all combined for a no-hitter before Joel Pamps came in in the 11th and blew a save and allowed the first hit for the Yankees in the game. In NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers were at home against Middle Tennessee on Saturday. They picked up the winner. Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz says there are a lot of things that need improvement despite the win. There's just so much to work on. You know, lack of explosiveness uh, offensively, the 
the short yardage debacles, um, you know, missed extra point. It was tipped, poor protection. And then defensively, you know, things that we got to work on. The Tigers got Kansas State coming up on Saturday. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC was in Los Angeles against LA Galaxy on Sunday night. They led 2-0 at half, but settled for a draw. Head coach Bradley Carnell says there are a lot of things to like in this one that ended in the draw. I'm happy with the boys. I'm happy with the performance. I'm, you know, I'm just not happy with, yeah, not winning the game. I think we did enough to win the game, and then we get derails from the game plan. So, yeah. Uh, again, the boys showed in the last three games on the road, you know, Orlando, Sporting, KC, and now this one, I think we've had very similar performances. I've shown a lot of grit, a lot of desire. City did get Klaus back in the starting lineup on Sunday as well. And the NASCAR Cup Series was at Kansas Speedway on Sunday for the second race of the round of 16. Tyler Reddick gets the win. He joins Kyle Larson in the round of 12. The Cup Series is at Bristol on Saturday night. It's the cutoff race. After Saturday night, we'll know the remaining field for the round of 12. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Thanks, Jared. We appreciate that. We're in the newsroom busy putting together information for our next newscast, which will be at about six minutes after 8 o'clock, the top of the hour. That story concerns an officer-involved shooting in the Fredericktown Walmart parking lot. One of the suspects apparently arrested on scene. The other fled from the scene and was uh, caught at a residence in Madison County, both in custody, no longer a danger to the public, and uh, there is an investigation undergoing with the Missouri State Highway Patrol. That's about all we know right now, and that took place yesterday afternoon about 1.30 in the Walmart parking lot of Fredericktown, a place that uh, my family frequents a lot. We, we take rides down there all the time. So um, your concern is our concern as well, and it looks like things are okay now. But yesterday afternoon, that took place. We'll have more information coming up from KFMO B104 News. So you want to stick around. We have a couple of things to do here. And uh, shortly after that, we are going to wind up, well, with more of our interviews on KFMO. Mueller's Tire and Auto Service in St. Genevieve is your one-stop for complete auto care. From tires to brake service, alignments, or an oil change, or something in between. Customer service is Mueller's Tire and Auto Service's number one priority. For your convenience, Mueller's Tire and Auto Service offers local pickup and delivery too. Mueller's Tire and Auto Service in St. Genevieve. Stop by or give them a call at 573-883-3815 and let their family serve your family. Since 1968, Lead Belt Pump and Supply has been serving the community with authorized sales and service. They have over 30 years of experience to help you with a reputation for quality. If you need contract drilling, Lead Belt Pump and Supply is happy to serve you. You'll find Lead Belt Pump and Supply at 204 East Elvins in Park Hills or give them a call at 573-431-2476. That's 573-431-2476. Lead Belt Pump and Supply. It's time for that financial program on KFMO. It's called Your Money Now. Jennifer Kashenko with Your Money Now. A deposit of lithium recently discovered along the Nevada-Oregon border may be among the world's largest, having potentially huge implications for the transition to electric vehicles. Scientists say the deposit exists in a crater about 28 miles long and 22 miles wide. It's believed the volcanic crater contains 20 to 40 million metric tons of lithium, a figure that would dwarf deposits in Chile and Australia. 
Scientists say the geology appears promising, but caution there hasn't been significant prospecting in the area. Shares of Chinese tech giant Alibaba fell 3.5% in Asia today after the company said in a surprise move, outgoing CEO Daniel Zhang will also be stepping down as chairman and CEO of its cloud business. In June, Alibaba announced that Zhang was bowing out as both CEO and chairman on September 10th to focus on the cloud intelligence business. On Wall Street features pointing to a higher open. That's your money now. So how are things? Oh, great. Katie just bought herself a new bike with her own money. What? My kids spend all their money on video games. How'd you get Katie to save? Just a little education. Did you know China prioritizes teaching financial literacy starting in preschool? That's so smart. American kids don't seem to hear a word about it in their classrooms. And I really can't teach it at home. They're being left behind. Actually, we can help at home, thanks to the Sensibles. The Sensibles? Mm-hmm. They're a team of animated superheroes who help kids ages 6 to 12 to develop smart money habits in a fun way. Katie gets a Sensibles kit in the mail with a great DVD, a comic book, and other fun activities each month. She also gets access to an interactive website with a library of lessons, other fun activities, and lots more. Oh, that's perfect. I'm signing my kids up today. Visit bcs-kids.com today and enter promo code SENT for 20% off. Digital subscriptions also available. Subscribe at bcs-kids.com. That's C-E-N-T. It's the sensible thing. For reliable shipping and printing services, it's time to choose the UPS Store in Farmington and Deloge. Locally owned and operated, the UPS Store is your go-to location for all things shipping, printing, and more. They are easy to find at 614 Walmart Drive in Farmington or 1131 North Deloge Drive inside the Parkland Health Mart Pharmacy. And the staff at the UPS Store are ready to meet and exceed your expectations. Visit today the UPS Store in Farmington and Deloge. On campus, off campus, before your 9 a.m. class or after the after party. Wherever you go to college, First State Community Bank will be there. Access your student account anywhere with mobile and online features. And this summer, when you use your First State Community Bank Debit MasterCard, you'll be entered to win $1,000. One winner will be drawn weekly, and you could win multiple times. You swipe, you win with First State Community Bank. Must be 18 to win. Contest available to new and current student checking members. Visit fscb.com for details. Member FDIC. Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Riverview at the Park offers short-term stay and long-term care rehabilitation. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, including range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics, also memory care. Visit Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve at 1100 Progress Parkway or call 573-883-3500. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. 
accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time. 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Partly sunny sky. Our temperatures today will be into the lower 80s. A chance of some widespread showers and thunderstorms tonight and overnight low in the low 60s. Showers with us on Tuesday are high in the little bit 70s. We'll hang out near 75 Wednesday. And Thursday, blue sky, lots of sunshine are high near 75. We wind down the week on Friday with blue sky and sun and a high once again into the middle 70s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. All right, we are here and you are there. So how about some music, huh? Yeah, it's the start on uh, KFMO. I'm not having much luck getting through on uh, the proper phone line for our interview with the Washington County Chamber of Commerce. So let's see. That <laughs> I'll be honest with you. That might not happen at the scheduled time this morning. Uh, sometimes, you know, things just come up and emergencies happen and all kinds of other stuff. So let's see. It is uh, Monday, September 11th, and we've been talking about that dread day when nearly 3,000 people lost their lives because of terrorist attacks. Basically, somebody didn't like our policies. They don't like us, so here they come stealing our airliners with people on them, passengers, and flying them into buildings and the Pentagon and trying to fly them into the White House to just hurt us as much as they possibly could and kill as many of us as they possibly could with those actions. So, it, uh, you know, in our discussion with State Representative Dale Wright a while ago, it reminded me, uh, I said, of Pearl Harbor. Uh, some of the th- same things Uh, were being done to us at that time. And there are so many renditions of that. I I don't recall seeing a lot of movies made about the Twin Towers and the terrorist attacks and Shanksfield and, you know, the White House and being a target and the Pentagon being hit, although there have been some very inspiring films. There were a lot of World War II films, too, when I was growing up, so... Patriotism uh, abounds in this country, no matter what some might say. And it's just uh, a day of remembrance. That's what we're going through right now. So if you lost a loved one during the attack or even afterwards, or maybe maybe you're thinking about somebody you lost in, in other wars who laid down their life for our country, And for us, basically, to be free and to be safe, well, thank you for your service to all those men and women and all those who are still serving, too. You have emergency responders every day. They fight a different kind of war than what you might find in a hot war with bullets flying and things of that nature. But, uh, wow, there's just so much going on to think about when you talk about something like that. How do you explain it to your kids when they're really little? Uh, that, was, that was a very tough thing because uh, my children were very young men at the time. They were boys, little boys. And I had to <clears throat> try to talk to them about what had just occurred. And not only that, but then you also had the terrorist attack in, 
Kansas, was it, uh, where the government building was blown up? And I've forgotten the terrorist name that they had captured for that. With, uh, And I believe it was uh, a flower-type bomb made from flour. Anyway, at 7.55, when you talk about things like that, uh, I just, I think more than talk. But talking is my job, so here we go. Uh, there's the Pennsylvania fugitive. He's still on the loose. He's spotted with a new appearance. Well, yeah, he's the convicted killer who escaped from the Pennsylvania prison August 31st. He's been seen 20 miles from the search area in pictures released from a doorbell camera. What was he doing up at the doorbell camera? Um, Daniello Cavalcante? Is that how you pronounce his name? I have to confess, I... Anyway, he has a new appearance without any facial hair. He was also said to be driving a vehicle he stole from a local dairy farm, but police have recovered that. Of course, he won't stay in the same vehicle very long, nor in the same place very long. Nearly 400 officers have been working day and night to find the fugitive. There's a $20,000 reward for information leading to his capture. And that's the key. If you're trying to get the reward, you just have to give them information that would lead to his capture. And apparently if he's captured, you get the money. As long as your information led to his capture. Now, I don't know. They could probably say, well, that information didn't really help us find him. So, sorry, you don't get the money. I don't know. We'll see. Somebody will see for sure. CBS News will have more on this story and other things, too. So, just stay tuned. Stay tuned to KFMO. And uh, the New Mexico governor is issuing a public health order after a spate of gun violence. New Mexico Governor Michelle... Grisham is taking a stand against gun violence in her state. She issued an emergency public health order that suspends the open and permitted concealed carry of firearms in Albuquerque and Bernalillo County for 30 days. Citizens can still carry their weapons on private property. The governor was compelled to act after an 11-year-old boy was shot to death outside a minor league baseball stadium last week. In May, two mass shootings in the state left six people dead and 11 wounded. I think the wrong people have the guns there. Wow. But we're just about ready for another newscast from CBS here at KFMO. And coming up on the program, we are going to feature the Hope for Autism Report in the 8 o'clock hour plus our Mineral Area College Report as well. And thank you so much for being with us here at AM 1240. It's 8 o'clock from KFMO. We have a lot of theme music here. I feel like it should be the top of the hour, but it's not. And no, I'm not going to tell you a joke right now. No, no, no. No jokeolopedia. Because we'd have to cut the music like that. Then we'd have to add some other sound effects. And we'll save the fun for a little while, but stay tuned. We do have CBS News next at KFMO. It's 8 o'clock.
1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. Park Hills, Deloge, Fredericktown. We the people.